You're listening to the Vital Goddess Podcast, where we explore an empowering and sexy reframe on midlife, menopause, and beyond. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, certified tantric and Taoist sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and tantric practices to help you reclaim your pleasure, heal your relationship to your sensuality, tap into the life force power of your sexual energy so that you can embody the goddess you were born to be. Are you tired of feeling like you're being put out to pasture? I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. You see, from the Taoist perspective, midlife and menopause for women is called second spring. It's meant to be a rebirth, a sexual and spiritual rebirth, an initiation into the richest, most creative and sexiest chapter of a woman's life, if we choose it. And we have a lot more agency than we've been led to believe. You see, our sexual energy is not just about sex. It's the foundation of everything. Our mental and physical health, our creativity, our joy, our overall zest for life, passion, and vitality. I am so thrilled you're here. Welcome to the show. Well, hello there, love, and welcome back. If you've been to the podcast before, I am so thrilled you're back again. And if you're brand new to the show, big welcome to you. I'm so glad you're here checking this out to see if this is a good fit for you, to see if this feels supportive, useful, entertaining, something you want to tune into on a regular basis. I certainly hope that you want to. I would love to have you as part of my community, but really thrilled that you're here. And yeah, so in today's episode, I want to go into the topic of self-trust. And what I'm talking about here is embodied self-trust, like the real deal self-trust, living from the inside out in alignment with our sacred desires, our unique sacred desires that are designed just for us. And um, I think this is something we all uh, get challenged with or challenged by. And I don't want to say it's a struggle, but it's definitely um, a practice, a yoga to keep working on this and strengthening our connection to our own inner wisdom. So really talking about um, being able to hear our own inner wisdom and also to uh, follow it, you know, and this is a big part of what my work is about. And we come at that from the angle of embodiment and actually pleasure. So I'm going to go into like, what what is she talking about? What does pleasure have to do with any of this? My answer to that is everything, everything. So um, if that sounds good, stay with me. And before we dive in, I just want to remind you that the wait list for my signature program, my epic program, I have to say, The Vital Goddess Mastermind, which is a high-touch, intimate container for women who really want to do this work and want to do it long-term. This is really designed to support you lifelong, or at least as long as I'm around <laughs> doing this work, which I, I intend to be here for quite some time. So uh, yeah, The Vital Goddess Mastermind. I call it a mastermind because it is a group of like-minded women who are gathering, global group of women who are gathering to really do this work of healing our sensuality and pleasure because it is a direct line to our inner wisdom, our sacred feminine energy. And this energy is as unique as your fingerprint. I'll say that again and again, because I feel that there's a lot of misinformation out there that can feel weird and manipulative around the feminine. Like there's a certain way you're supposed to be 
feminine, and it could easily slip into really dating myself with this, but um, the, like the Stepford Wives kind of thing, right? <laughs> so it's so not what it's about. What I teach are practices to connect you to your core. This is why I'm, the name of my company is called Shakti Core, because this is your core truth as a woman. And when we do the work to um, let go of a lot of the uh, baggage around that that we've been handed, none, no, no fault of our own. Um, we start to really connect with this deep core wisdom um, that is the foundation of everything, right? Living a real vital life and in alignment with, again, your true desires. All of this comes from pleasure and embodiment and doing the work of releasing and integrating anything that's blocking that, blocking our orgasm, blocking our pleasure. So it is very much uh, pleasure as a spiritual practice, very much, uh, you know, the the journey of becoming multi-orgasmic as a spiritual practice. And by that, I mean tuning in, tapping into this multi-orgasmic energy that is infinite. And that um, as a woman, it's your privilege to have powerful access to it if you choose, right? This is a yoga, this is work. But if you're down for the journey, I am here to support you 100%. Um, My approach is wing woman. Everything you have is inside of you. My job is to hold space and give you the tools that will help you access it, right? Um, So I'm really passionate about this program. We've been running two years now and women have, you know, really unfolded in such a beautiful way and continue to, you know, that's why I created this long term. I used to teach courses and had, you know, limited coaching packages around this, but I really was frustrated. Um, I I felt like when a woman was just starting to get started, you know, a little spark going, then uh, the container would be over or, you know, our connection would be complete. And I wanted to change that. So I wanted to create a much more spacious container. We meet in semesters and there's lots of live access to me. Um, So to support you, you need it. I say you need it. Um, We all need it. (laughs) So I think sisterhood is essential. So if that's really calling you, highly recommend getting on my wait list. The wait list is packed with value, including a free mini course for you on how to get started on this journey, because I want you to really have the tools, uh, the foundational tools, so that if you are a yes to the program when we start our next semester in late August, of 2023, you will have, um, you'll be starting off on the right foot, right? You'll have some solid embodiment in your system. And then you'll be able to really, um, I guess, hit the ground running really much more than if you just popped in there, had no experience with any of this stuff. So I've got tons of free resources for you. Definitely hop on the wait list. Uh, Link is in the bio. So hope to see you there soon. All right, so let's talk about self-trust, embodied self-trust. And I consider this to be an art. So let's call it the art of self-trust. Why do I call it an art? Well, because it's not a straight and narrow, do this, do this, do this, and you'll get that (laughs) result. This is an art. This is a spiraling circuitous path. And every situation is going to be a little different, right? It's like the art of living, right, from the inside out. And this topic of self-trust has been coming up in my own life a lot and coming up in my clients' lives a lot in my program. So I thought I would do a public podcast on this as well because I think it's such a key for every every one of us. <laughs> so the self-trust. And why is it an issue? Why do we doubt ourselves so much? Um, And maybe you don't, you know, but I I feel like even when we have what we call confidence, if it's not embodied, like really deep, 
connected to your feminine wisdom kind of confidence is going to be fragile. It's going to be really determined by your accomplishments, um, you know, your successes, which I don't want to make that wrong, but at the same time, that's a pretty fragile kind of self-trust, right? Kind of a house of cards because things happen, things shift. If you, if you haven't really built that success from the inside out, connected to your core and your core values, your core desires, it's going to be, again, very fragile and it can disappear in a moment. And I think we see that evidenced in, um, you know, women who have, you know, done the work to be successful in, um, you know, maybe a corporate job or something like that. And I want to celebrate that. I think it's awesome. Or, you know, successful in any career. Maybe they've learned how to do that. Awesome. And yet in their romantic life, they can feel like a train wreck, you know, and I'm not making that wrong by any means or shaming that. I feel like it's society sets us up for that. And it really doesn't have to be that way. You know, when we disassociate a woman from her body, we, we disconnect her from her true core wisdom and self-trust. She starts to doubt herself and not trust her decisions, right? So it's really about getting, again, that deep sense of embodiment where we know what a yes feels like, we know what a no feels like, and we even know what a maybe feels like. And this is not just about sex, although I think it's a wonderful laboratory to explore that, um, or maybe an art studio to, to, to explore that. But um, it really does affect every area of our lives. And I see this, again, evidenced in my clients all the time. I mean, it happened in my life, but then it's so awesome to see this unfolding in my clients where, um, you know, they may have had a lot of success, you know, in their, in their career, their outer world, they're feeling kind of tired and kind of done with that in a way sometimes, <laughs> ready for a change, let's say. And they're like, what am I missing? I want more. That's probably the common denominator of women in my work. They're like, I want more. Where's the more? And yeah, I'm here to tell you that there is more. There is so much more. And it has to do with you know, that embodiment piece that is just missing because no one ever taught us, you know, we we're taught to go from achievement from the head and, um, you know, you know, slay it, <laughs> which is all good stuff. However, we can really find ourselves high and dry, you know, if we don't have that true core embodiment. And this totally affects, of course, um, how we feel in our most intimate relationships, starting with ourselves, how we feel in our own body when we wake up in the morning, how we feel when we look in the mirror, how we feel, um, you know, when we go about our day and um, do our work, and how do we feel with our clients, how we feel in our most intimate relationships, whether it be with our children or a partner or partners in our friendships. This deep self-trust is such an essential piece because I really feel that it's um, maybe what's missing. It's the core of good boundaries, by the way, right, too. But it's really what's missing when, when I hear so many women say, I feel like I'm being pulled in a million different pieces. My hand is raised. I have certainly felt that way. And sometimes I still slip into it when I forget to tune in to my own guidance. And here's the thing. Um, you most likely were not raised to do this. You were not raised to turn towards your pleasure, your desire. I'm guessing, right? I certainly wasn't. In fact, there was some pretty hardcore conditioning to steer me away from it. And I'm not making you know, my caregivers wrong or anything like that. 
it's um it's a heavy duty program and they might have even you know felt if that's been your experience as well and some level they're trying to help you make it in the world or keep you safe and I get that but they're really you know people that do that to to children are really um operating on their own out of their own trauma and fear right and as soon as we start to realize that we can start to heal and make different choices and those voices in our head <laughs> that tell us not to trust ourselves um, get quieter and they become more ridiculous, you know? Um, I I really got into the Harry Potter series when my boys were young, so I do make references to that sometimes because there's so much wisdom in that, really. And I don't know if you are a fan, but I'll just briefly talk about it uh, for those who are. There's a scene when... Um, Professor Lupin is teaching the kids um, how to deal with their deepest fears, you know, those, those uh, things coming out of the closets. Uh, I forget it was a Bogart or something. And he said, use the charm ridiculous, like making it ridiculous and making it look ridiculous. And that's what I'm talking about here. When we start to really turn on our feminine wisdom, um, and I, I kind of have a feeling J.K. Rowling was <laughs> is connected to her, her own tapping into some ancient, um, uh, I would say Celtic wisdom and a lot of her stuff. It's really um, amazing how those those critical voices, those voices that push you too hard, the voices that tell you to stop or tell you you're no good, the you know, all of those saboteur saboteur voices, they get quieter, they become ridiculous. They, you can even turn them into something cute. You you're in the driver's seat, right? But we only get there through embodiment. We don't get there through the head. Because the programming in the mind, the subconscious mind is so strong that unless we actively work with well, we can work with mindset to shift that for sure, but we have to back it up with embodiment practice. Yeah. So I highly encourage you know definitely work on your pleasure mindset. That's one of the first things we do in my container. Notice the programming around sensuality and pleasure is a really great place to start. You know, what kind of thoughts come up when you um, start to do, say, hip circles? You know, just when you're in your kitchen, you're waiting for the teapot to boil, just put on some music, start doing your hip circles. What voices come up, right? <laughs> it's, it's pretty crazy. Once we start to trust the body, those voices get a lot quieter and again even ridiculous right we get to be like huh oh you again gotcha but it is about awareness um of those voices and um the more i see again my clients doing this work i it's so cool to see how it emanates and overflows into their lives and i see women um just really getting the true boundaries, not this like fake boundary where it feels fragile or it feels constructed in a, um, I don't know, not a true way. Or it, it could turn out, it could come off wrong too. Like it doesn't feel like a loving boundary unless it's an embodied boundary in my opinion, right? It could just kind of drive connection away more. And I don't think that's what any of us truly want. I mean, some people, you definitely have to make strong boundaries. Like, I don't want you in my inner circle, but um, you don't want to close your heart, right? So it's about having a really strong spine and an open heart. And that comes from embodiment. And in my experience, it comes from awakening the yoni. She is a sentient part of you. Trust me on that. And when we start to open the channel that connects her to the heart space, that's when boundaries become a lot easier. They're never that easy, but a lot easier. And women just find themselves speaking their truth. They're like, oh my gosh, I just said that. And and they're able to stand in it, right? Stand in their truth in a way that can feel maybe a little uncomfortable at first, 
but over time it can get more um more comfortable where you you know you don't go into complete freak out in your nervous system right setting a boundary so um we have something called the core channel of energy and that's what we're talking about when we connect the yoni to the heart this energy is meant to flow it's meant to fuel us it is the source i feel of true self-trust and confidence for women right these are our bodies and where our deepest wisdom and our deepest trauma is stored right? So these are codes. We are coded with very unique wisdom just for us. And we start to um, awaken and do the work to release anything blocking that and let the dam flow, let the water, the energy flow. It's amazing how that can, um, you know, come into your life in such a beautiful way. And if you follow me for a while, you know, my framework, you know, for um, teaching tantric practices and Taoist practices has three principles. One is mindset, one is embodiment and the other is integration. And all three are dancing together all the time, right? The mindset piece we just touched on a bit. We always want to check in with that. What kind of negative uh, self-talk is going on here about pleasure and address that as soon as you can, maybe through journaling. I've got lots of tools for you on that um, or just noticing, right? And the embodiment piece, um, that's where you take on sensual breath work as a regular practice to get strong, to build your conduits for pleasure because when you start to open to the breath, you open to life, you open to pleasure and that's where the, the real true self-trust power starts to flow and become a reality for you. So again, breathwork is a wonderful embodiment practice that we explore. I have a free container for that. I think you know about that. Hop in there if you're not already and join me on the live journeys. I know there's like over 200 women in the group and so few actually have been coming to the live journeys. I get it. You're busy. Make the time. Seriously, the women who have been showing up are having incredible um, experiences when they really start to do this on a regular basis. So just a little plug for that. Um, so other embodiment practices we do are yoni practices. You know, starting with the breath, we incorporate that into the yoni practices, but self-pleasure. Yeah. This is what we do in my container, uh, Vital Goddess Mastermind. And, you know, teach you all about everything I know, which I've done a lot in this realm of um, really cultivating a legit self-pleasure practice to, again, get comfortable with pleasure and be able to open and receive pleasure, you know, all by yourself and to circulate pleasure in your system so it nourishes all of you, so it flows into your cells and so you can hold it in your system, again, so you can hold the space that you're meant to to inhabit on this earth more powerfully, yeah? And so that you can trust that, you know? When you open to pleasure, you also open to your deepest desires. And um, yeah, and, and trusting that is a real big part of the work. You'll, when you start to feel them come alive, it's hard to not trust it. It almost becomes impossible after a while. And you just start to really see all the bullshit that, that's coming at you to tell you what to do and how to live your life. It's like wild what's coming at women especially, I think, on um, what they should do, what they should do with their bodies. Wow. I mean, there's a lot there. But I feel the antidote to all of it is to wake up the yoni, you know, wake up our pleasure. Uh, we have this incredible network of um, pleasure and I pleasure is sacred in my opinion this is our connection to the goddess the goddess you were born to be i like to say yeah so the embodiment piece is huge you know self-pleasure and then when you start to work internally with something like the jade egg or we also work with the yoni wand we start to really do the deep deep healing work of what's really blocking 
our wisdom so that we can truly, truly trust ourselves and find our voice. And when women start to do those practices, their actual voice starts to change. <laughs> we work with sounding and that that's really powerful as well. But what I, I think the real thing that's happening there is the yoni is waking up and becoming articulate, becoming um, sentient. And then the throat chakra starts to heal as well. There's a connection there for sure. Um, the, the, the wisdom just kind of flows out of you. <laughs> it doesn't happen overnight. You know, but when you again take this on as a yoga, it absolutely can. And you just start to, not because I'm telling you to, you just start to naturally trust yourself more. You start to really know what's right and what's wrong in the moment. And you have the strength to stand in that, even when it is a little uncomfortable, right? You've probably had this experience where you are like starting to set good boundaries and you speak your truth about something. And uh, we've been speaking about this in my container. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that. This person's not happy with that. They're uncomfortable with that. And all of these emotions can come up. And depending on how, you know, speaking your mind was viewed in your childhood, for me, it was absolute terror. It was like dangerous, right? I think a lot of women have had that experience. So, but the more you you practice this, and pleasure is the key, right? Getting pleasure running through your system, it strengthens your inner feminine. Um, the, the, the more you're able to just be in that space of discomfort with someone else's uncomfortableness about your desires or your freedom, you choosing freedom, you choosing your free will. I mean, what the hell? Why are we here but to not do that, right? Um, you just get a lot more comfortable with people having a problem with that. And those people will find their proper place in your life, maybe disappear, maybe just take on a different role in your life, or maybe they will be inspired to change and be like, holy shit. Wow. Yeah. I want to learn more. What are you doing? Yeah, that's definitely been my experience. And what I'm speaking to here is the third pillar of my, the framework of my work, which is integration. So when a woman does the embodiment practices, right, she gets her mindset straight, you know, again and again, and not like it's the one and done, and does the embodiment practices on um, a consistent basis that feels right, that fits into her life and her rhythm. And really, when she discovers her own erotic rhythm, we all have our own erotic rhythm, and we do this through the embodiment practices of the way I teach the breath work, the way I teach the pelvic movement. It all filters into um, the way I teach self-pleasuring and the jade egg, right? So this is all about you getting your groove back, your unique groove. And when a woman does that, she naturally just brings this into her everyday life, the integration piece. She starts to really shine as the expression of sacred feminine energy that she was coded with, you know, born to be, the goddess she was born to be. That's what I'm saying when I say that. This is in you. This is in you. And you can choose it. And when you do, it's like you're really living, again, from the inside out, your Shakti core. So I hope that inspires you. I really, truly do, because I feel that um, this is what gives me hope for the planet, really. I think that this wisdom was really severed from women and from humans, really, for uh, very, very intentionally. And in order for, um, you know, systems that are have been oppressing humanity for, for thousands of years now, we're able to get a hold and dominate because <laughs> the power of the sacred feminine was taken away from people or at least pushed underground, you know, gone into hiding. So these practices, 
that I teach are ancient. You know, I have my own unique take on it, but really, once you start doing this work, you'll, you'll understand what I mean. You, you get the ancientness of it real quick. And <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. And you start to get these downloads um, that are specific to you. Your desires are sacred and um, don't let anyone tell you differently. You know, when you sit with a desire for a while and cook it down to its real true essence, you're going to get some guidance for your life that is priceless. And um, yeah, it's the only way to live in my opinion. So <laughs> hope that inspired you. And um, I would love to see you on the wait list for the Vital Goddess Mastermind. And again, there's no obligation to join by being on the wait list, but I really want to support you in again, living your best life from the inside out. And if you do decide to join us, there's a generous payment plan. So I try to make this affordable as, as affordable as I can for women to do this work in community, in sisterhood, so that you really get the support you deserve to really do your, you know, do your own work and have your own unfolding happen at your own pace, you know, in your own space. All right, my love, that's it for this episode. You take care. I'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, I have a free offer that I think you're going to absolutely love. It's called Shakti Core breathwork journeys. This is a free membership. And when you sign up, you'll get instant access to a whole bunch of content on how to really use the power of your breath to get a deeper embodiment of your sacred feminine energy. So this is definitely a feminine spiritual practice. So I have a whole bunch of content for you. When you join, you can learn all about the breath and how I use it in my work to really support women in opening to more pleasure, right? Really um, coming into a space of being able to receive more pleasure, a deeper connection to sensuality, and um, how to really open and express more of your own unique beauty, your unique radiance, your light. And you get a deeper connection on how to use the breath to connect more deeply to your desires, your passion, and the full range of your emotional palette, and also your unique expression of love. So if that speaks to you, I would absolutely love to see you in there. I'm stoked to share the content with you, but even more than that, I'm really excited to guide you on live breathwork journeys, which will be happening twice a month in that space. So the link is in the show notes to sign up. I hope to see you there. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you know would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please, sharing is caring. So pass it on. I would so appreciate that. All right. That's all for now. I'll catch you next time. Take care.